Welcome to the Midwest Melanin Mafia. We are four different organizations all joined and want to bring you a monthly review around all things wrestling. You have me, I am King Trey to the D on Instagram from We Love Wrestling. I'm going to kick it over to Nicole so she can let you know her stuff. Um, Nicole, I'm one-fourth now of Down for Account Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at DT4 something underscore podcast. D4TC underscore Thank you. Terry knows all my handles. I don't know any of my handles. She's with We Love Wrestling too. So We LUV Wrestling. Don't go to the first thing I said. Go to We LUV Wrestling. Let's go to, well, we went to, I'm in Indianapolis. She's in Ohio. Let's go to Chicago. Ooh. Ooh, what's up, everybody? This is the O that you should know. Omar kills Solomon, one half of the culture cast for the culture by the culture. We do it for the culture. If you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. Let me kick it over to the man known across the world. My brother. What are you doing? Usually said in the interest, but... Yeah, my bad. Leg day, leg day, leg day. What's good, everybody? My name is Bashard, a.k.a. Worldwide Ray. Also, even better known as Henny Omega. That's something new for me. You know, I don't do five-star matches. I do five-star fifths. Oh, shit. Oh, Omega. Yo, I've been hearing about Henny Omega. Yeah. See? Henny Omega. <laughs> uh-uh. I got to hear about this. Facts. We're going to talk about it. Okay. When you leave out of Chicago, you got to go down 55. Then you're going to hit this city. You got this big art. It's beautiful. Let's go to St. Louis and have them introduce them. What's the word, y'all? This is one third of No Roast Podcast. Case your underscore podcast, your boy Singo, with my other co hosts, J Bo and J Harv himself, right there at the bottom. What's up, boy? <laughs> going on? <laughs> my dude always coming in for the right. Kid, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, nigga, you said I was being let in. I was waiting. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you came uh, late to the party. You showed up late, and we admitted you in. That's how it went. <laughs> you know, I was waiting. I was just waiting. Waiting What's on my time to come. Y'all, it's the Midwest monthly reviews on wrestling. What are we gonna talk about first? Man, there's so much things to talk about, but first of all, shout out to you, brother, bringing this collective uh, melanin together, man. You know, especially so. Salute to uh, we love wrestling the crew over there, man. You know, hit the culture cast. We rocking with you forever. So definitely appreciate everybody. Good to see the brothers from the loop. Ohio, my sister. What's going on? I had some good times in Ohio when I was young. In Ohio. (laughs) And then then I can go for days talking about the loop. Well, actually, across the river in East St. Louis, that's which ain't really East St. St. Louis. Louis, (laughs) (laughs) The clothes over there, man. That's a whole whole different type of breed over there. East St. Louis is different. All I got to say is people think New York niggas is different. (laughs) St. Louis niggas are real different. Look, all I got to say is bottoms up and the pink slip. That's all I got to say. Yeah. 
<laughs> and we just got Onyx too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we ain't apologizing. I mean, I mean, I mean if you listen to our podcast, you see how much Omar loves, you know, the tip drill video. So that says a lot about his love for St. Louis. Yeah. Man, look. Hey, that's a classic video, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be mad at him. That day changed my life. And speaking of changing lives, the draft is coming up, guys. And that's going to change a lot. Transition King, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you just did a tip drill to the draft. Um, so tip it up. The draft, what you got? Raw Smackdown? In a, who, anybody got the rules for the draft? I got, I got it. I got Hold it. on. Nicole, take it away. She got um, let me get my bring my podcast up really quick. Draft happens. So the draft oh, is apparently not included, um, including NXT before I get started. I don't even want to talk Ooh. about it now. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> what? That's what they're saying. <laughs> the whole point is for guys to get caught up. So now you got a draft, and now guys ain't getting caught up. Man, I just want to see Adam Cole um, on Monday Night Raw. Same. So I'm just going to do a preface of everything. So for, so 60 plus male and female are up for the draft. So 20, um, 20 superstars are eligible on Friday night and 30 are eligible for raw. Hmm. And since SmackDown obviously is a two hour show, they get the, um, they get the least amount of people offered. Tag teams will count as one pick unless Fox or USA um, wants to split them up and any undrafted superstars will immediately be declared free agents until they are signed on to a brand. Hmm. Oh, so this is like real deal shuffling, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they bring in actual companies into it. They bring in the actual networks in. So yeah. the last draft they had, they did do it the same way where USA and Fox could make decisions like that because they was in the Fox draft room and the USA executive room. So this should be, I don't know. First pick, who you got? Well, Brian for Raw. Let's get it. Brian going for Raw. That's got to be Man. the first pick. The I first think SmackDown. Pick. SmackDown's got to have it, in, and Fox ain't losing. Fox Fox ain't losing Roman Reigns. Like that's All right. First pick has to be Roman. Yeah, facts. I'm doing that. Yeah, hmm. I mean, but it's a combination of a lot of things. Uh, like so, I think to the point of NXT, and we because I trust. I want I want to hear Adam Cole and that undisputed era music on mainstream radio, mainstream yes. television. <laughs> but I also, but I also. Um, I understand that we ain't got no fans right now. And this, it, you know, it felt good to hear the boom on a Sunday a Takeover, which we'll touch mm-hmm. on. But I, I kind of want, I'm like, I'm a real patient person. You can talk to Rashad. Like, I'm super patient in terms of like booking. And I'm like, I'd rather wait till it's super safe that you call up like Undisputed Era, that you give Keith Lee the mega push and all types of shit. Because like, I don't want it to be without the fans because it don't hit the same. Like, it hits the same, but it don't, right, right, right. It don't, don't hit the same. And I don't want, we live in a very marky mark quick. Um, we're done with some shit in like two weeks. So I don't want to bring Adam Cole up and Undisputed Air and then we by what December we we over them. So let them let them prosper for another another half a year. Bring them up at Mania after Mania. Yeah, actually yeah, too undisputed air as well, since all a lot of stars from NXT are getting injured. So they probably need a star power to 
maintain NXT for a good amount of like a couple, three, four months. So with that, yeah, I could see them staying with NXT. Uh, I don't know who would get called up from right now if it wasn't them at the moment. Yes. Maybe Giant Gargano, if that was the case, if they could, you know, because that storyline just kind of ended with him and his wife. But, you know, for like a first round pick for like Raw, I'd probably say Drew McIntyre since he's a champion. You know, they want to keep the champions on their brand. So you're going to see Drew first pick for Raw, and then you're going to see Reigns first pick on SmackDown. Yeah, I can see that. Do you see? Well, I know they got a program right now, but do you see Bailey switching brands? I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they're gonna move her. I feel like Sasha's gonna win. Eddie Guerrero's birthday is the the ninth, which is the day that this is coming out. So Sasha winning on Eddie's birthday, and then I feel like Bailey will get drafted, but she can't get drafted till Monday. So Monday night, they'll draft her over to Raw if she loses the title. That, that's my hope, because Sasha needs the title or something. She needs something. That's a good call. My my little conspiracy theory is that they're going to wall A, because about Eddie and stuff, but my main thing is that Sasha was going to get the title soon is so because you have press for the Mandalorian starting up soon. And what mm-hmm. better way for WWE to promote themselves is to have their champion wearing a belt while they're doing promotion. Mm-hmm. You know Vince don't like paying for nothing. Any way that he can cross-utilize <laughs> and drain someone, that's what he's going to do. That's an easy way. That's real logic. Yeah. Hey, real talk, I need Sasha to pull a Brock so we can get that nasty taste out of our mouths from when Kofi lost the title and like... I'm ten seconds. Oh, so I need Sasha. Man. I need Sasha <laughs> to bring that up. You didn't you need to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I every day, every day I have to. I think about it like like damn. Dude has trouble sleeping at night. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, just sitting just sitting in traffic and I'm just like, damn, why Kobe have to lose like that? Not in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you go on your way to work and your feelings about Kofi. All right. Like, it's going to be a good day at work. Damn. Yeah, it motivates you to like get that. the job done. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you ain't drinking and driving, bro, I'm good. Don't you drink it. But if you drink it and Kofi, oh, man, you fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't Kofi and I'm drive. drinking and I think about don't what Kofi happened to Kofi drive, and all of a sudden, then all of a sudden the Drake song comes on. Bro, do not Kofi. <laughs> not a Drake song. <laughs> Depression really gonna sit in right there. <laughs> Don't think about it too much. Too much. No, it's, it's that karaoke by Drake. The old school Drake comes on. You like, dang, Kofi. <laughs> Marvin's yeah. another another. Uh, I want to hear y'all thoughts on this. I think that uh, I think Seth Rollins is going to SmackDown. I think um, I, I don't want to split the Murphy because I don't think Murphy can survive on his own. But I can definitely see. I mean, yeah. I know. I, I forgot you're the biggest Murphy fan in the world. My, my, I like Murphy, so I might low-key hop in on that debate real quick. I but, think he can. He can survive. It's just that they're not going to let him prosper. He's small. Like, you, you see think, what they I do with small cats now. Yeah, He can survive. We know he has, has the factors to do it, but they're not going to you know, put him where he should be. The smaller guys, it's not like it was uh, 2010, 2011, back when they was giving smaller guys a chance no more. They're more mm-hmm. focused on the on on the more larger-than-life figures again. Y'all really, so they, you know. 
Y'all nah, big I mean, meaty men slapping me. I'm, oh. just saying, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I'm talking about the focus of the company. It's not my personal opinion. I'm I'm with Buddy Murphy making making the waves he needs to. I just don't think they're gonna give him an opportunity. Then he just beat uh rank like well, this is how bad the company is. So about a year ago. He was all raving about Buddy Murphy versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember that. On his thing. And then, you know, he had a good month. And then after that, it kind of just was like, eh. Yeah. Got about yeah. I'm starting to stop pushes. Ain't no joke over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't a little care. shine. You're like, no, we're good now. That's quite what I was looking for. <laughs> It's like when you shoot that DM and you think you're good, and then she hits you back with that yep. K. <laughs> <laughs> when you left you on red. Right, she just left you on red. <laughs> yes. It's a wrap. And you, uh, know, and you in a quarantine. On the timeline. Man, and it's a quarantine, so you can't go outside and do shit. So right. It's, it's, yeah, man. And the Bears just threw an interception. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I they they really did it. though. For real. Shout out yeah. to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? You let the coast get that win this past weekend. We appreciate that. I love y'all. Pink nose. We all we all for the culture. We don't say that acronym in Chicago. They call them. I'm not gonna say it because I'm not. Oh yeah, say it. 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 Say the I'm first like, time I actually yeah. heard that was like a, like a couple weeks ago at a bar, and they were just shouting out the whole time during the game. I was like, "Really? <laughs> See, I'm not West. I can't shout that out over here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll oh, see me man. snatched up from the middle of this episode. <laughs> 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 I don't see, but overall, the draft, like, I don't see. I don't know because, like, I want to see changes, but. Like, I don't want to mess up whatever SmackDown is doing. Because I think, personally, SmackDown is, like, the best show outside of Impact right now in terms of, like, weekly television. Mm -hmm. I think SmackDown is consistent. I think, I mean, look, we could talk about Roman Reigns and Jey Uso and that storyline. Oh, man. Forever. Beautiful. You know, but but there's been some... But but we got the Sasha and we got Bailey. you know. You have... um, Keith, not Keith Lee, we got Big E slowly getting the push quietly. We don't, it's not being forced, but you see that it's building, you know? So like, to me, SmackDown is like so great. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to mess it up, but what if they split up the New Day? They say you could take one person from a tag. What if they take Big E to Raw? I was going to ask, what, what tag team you think is going to be split up? New Day actually uh, said they didn't, they, uh, they refused to let that happen. Okay, I don't, cool. I don't think New Day, New Day will ever get split up. No. Yeah, that that won't happen. I wouldn't want them to split up New Day. I, they already did it. Uh, Andrade and uh, Angel Garza. 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 Yeah. Did anybody really think they're an actual team? No, I never consider them a real tag team. So I think mm-hmm. that's why they split them up. So it'd be like, oh, one team did this split. But they don't really have no tag teams. To right. Yeah, Garza got hurt anyway, so he made yeah, Garza's out for a while. Right. Andrade's forced to be a singles competitor now. I do what? agree. So SmackDown is the more consistent show. Um, but at the same time, Raw needs a lot of work. It's just kind of like they're just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing at Raw. I feel like they're just, yeah, they're just, 
They just getting by. They just getting by every week. They're like, okay, everyone showed up today. We're going to attempt to do something. And then they try for maybe 20 minutes and then they just let it go. So I don't know what's going on over there. Because they know they're going to get the most viewers. They know they're going to get the most viewers on Raw. It's sort of like, if it ain't broke, why fix it? They're going to keep doing the same mess because they know people are going to tune in regardless. So you're right. It do need a lot of work, but I'm not seeing any changes anytime soon. Now, they, you know, had a situation like NXT and AEW where NXT, they're forced to put out their best work every week. If Raw had that same thing going on, then it'll be different. But at this point, they ain't got no competition. Why should they be better? Yeah, they took Heyman off the writing staff. It just shot downhill. Hey, I was like, yes and no, though, because like Heyman was like for that shock. There was an interview that Miro did uh, with um, was it Chris Van Vliet or maybe it was somebody else. He yeah, was I, it was him. Yeah, he was talking about how like that one angle was just for the shock and all. And that was kind of like Heyman's thing. It was like, get the views. And then it was like pretty much a lot of one offs. So, but I mean, I agree. We're all hasn't been consistent because the only thing Heyman did well, I won't say only thing, but he pushed like other younger stars, like Alistair Black. And we'll talk Freak about shit. we'll talk about music in a second because that's a whole nother Man. that's a whole nother tangent. Ooh, that's a but, whole other uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean I think the draft has potential. Um, I think Corona messed up a lot of things like raw mo- momentum, you know, because retribution is pretty much cut in half because of quarantine. I see them staying on raw. I see Ricochet going to SmackDown, hopefully. Definitely. Yeah. So, so Omar, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off of you because personally, I think that the draft is kind of bittersweet. It, it's good and it's, it, it's not good. It's good because it's something different. You know, uh, it, it's good along the lines of Raw, SmackDown. It'll still be better if they had NXT, but that's neither here or there at this point. It's bad, and, and you alluded to it earlier, is that the point of the draft is where you get that surprise, where they, they come out and the crowd just pops. I still remember when I was in St. Louis, when John Cena came out on Raw. Man, I mean, I lost my nut that night. But now we ain't got those fans. I'll the choice of words you could have used. I was trying to keep my composure so hard. <laughs> Off the top. Okay, you said you no, 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 no. You said one nut, not two, just one nut. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, anyway, shoot, yeah, it, it, it just been a slow. Oh my gosh! And oh the church man! Said, oh my god! <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, <laughs> and moving on from the draft, anything? Any thoughts on the so, draft? So let's no, go ahead and not kill, after that. Let's kill this. Like I'm losing uh, nuts this draft. Like <laughs> we go through that. Like <laughs> Ali is killing being the leader of retribution. Oh, transition! I see you, Ali Boombaye. Ali Boombaye. How y'all feel about Ali being revealed as the leader, the light of retribution? If someone said that they knew it this whole time, slap because they lying. <laughs> I, I I knew it like. Uh, hour before it was a you saw, saw the tweet, yeah. <laughs> came into my head, and I was like, Wait a minute, if they bring the hacker stuff in, he could be the leader. And me and Nicole talked about this 
the look that he had on Monday Night Raw when the Hurt Business was talking to him in the middle, he looked like a different Ali, and that kind of triggered that thought in my head because because his look was just different how he was looking. I was like, got the hair down, looking kind of hillish. Okay, Ali, I see you. But hey, I mean, how y'all feel? I mean, gosh. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. So. Honestly, I'm not even lying to you. Oh, not so. Yeah. Oh, not 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 with it. I I, I think I'm for I'm I'm like I'm 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 ready for the surprise and excited. I think it. I put it this way, because uh, Ray is a big time Ali fan. He's been watching him for years um, in the Chicago shows. You know, I'm new to him and I grew to him. And I, I put it like this way. If he takes advantage and puts on a show, like I'm all for it, you know, because I'm all for like to quote you, I, lo- I love wrestling. So if he puts on a show and takes advantage of his opportunity and makes this amazing and like shows like, you know, cause I don't know his independent history as much as maybe the, hardcore fan but if he shows something that i've never seen and he takes us to another level oh now i'm not i'm gonna go, i'm gonna contain myself i'm not gonna you know bust one but i'm gonna have <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh, oh, i'm sorry oh, oh, <laughs> i don't know if he can live it down <laughs> uh, that might that might be the title of the episode. Hey, I lost my nut. I lost my nut. I lost my nut. At the but, end of this, we're gonna have a I lost my Don Michael's uh, section. Don Michaels <laughs> lost his smile, and J Bo lost his nut. <laughs> Crazy the name of the here. episode. Period. I lost my nut. Ooh, man. No, because no, so I want to party, y'all. KTR lost a nut. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. We lost. <laughs> we lost one third of one wait. nut. Right? <laughs> one third of one nut. Get it right, J-Bo. Hold on. Pause. Y'all yeah, know what just happened. <laughs> okay. Um, back to what we was talking about. Ali Bumbai. My bad. The Buccaneers just scored a touchdown. Guys. Yeah, Mike Evans. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, we was. But I got fat. Yeah, I agree. I got... If he does well, if he does well, I'll be happy. I'm just, I'm not, uh, I'm not sold on him. I'm not sold yeah. on him being a leader of a faction. Damn. I just, I just don't think um, he has that dynamic. But if if he's taking a run with it, I'm happy for him. Not with the Ali slander. I'm not really convinced for real. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like 100% uh, convinced because if you look back on Ali's history, like the very, very first words that he said, like when he answered the WWE were, my name is Mustafa Ali and you are, you're already making decisions about me. So if you think about that in retribution, like he was bound to be, you know, pushed back from the beginning from like the stuff in NXT when he was basically being thrown around, being Kenta's bitch, basically. <laughs> then you go to, then you go to the cruiserweight division. He never got the titles being, you know, Cedric Alexander's yeah. bitch. <laughs> Come on with the background. Then, Come on. And then you go to the main roster. He was at the top of the ladder. Oh, here comes, my goodness. Here comes Brock Lesnar doing the new boys jerk dance down to the ring uh-huh. and he became and he became Brock Lesnar's <laughs> bitch <laughs> and we and say then, he, like yeah. we got a lady like line. every 
every like post he does, like like leading to this, is just him like, oh, I'm on the show before the show, like I'm on main event again, like all his posts was catch me on the show before the show. So he's like, you know, forget this. I'm ready to take that spotlight. I'm ready to take over. Like if you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to take it. And if they it's gonna come back around. They tie the hacker in there, all the video, and then, you know, retribution, knock it out, lights, and messing up all the TV stuff. It all works. I'm all for I'm all for the T bar bars on this on Twitter. Oh. All the all the all the T bar When he flamed yeah. Eric Bischoff, I was like, you know what? I gotta follow this dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for I like he, uh, he just he just tweeted daily reminder that WWE could eat a fat one. <laughs> oh, I like Mia Yim's second account, Reckoning. Um, and I'm waiting to see Mercedes Martinez's account. Is she in Retribution or is it? Yeah, they might not let. She might be a little bit too too wild online. She probably just don't want to. They've been going in. Yeah, I care. Is she in quarantine too? Because I haven't I haven't seen her, so she might potentially be. She's like probably her. still in quarantine. Yeah, I know. it's such a serious and touchy topic. I don't like you know with the, I don't know. I think internet fans and a lot of people we got to like give these companies respect because like this. I mean, it is a real life pandemic. It is a real life disease. You know, that's probably affected family members of all of ours on this call. So like we got to be. I just wish people. I mean, I understand like if call the companies out on the bullshit when they do the bullshit. But at the end of the day, we got to still remember that people too uh, being affected by that shit too. So we got to like, just be respectful. Like, like, I don't think it's a joke to make fun. Like when I see, not us, because you know, we real niggas in this bitch. Excuse my language. But um, I've been, I've been cursing. Don't excuse your language. What? (laughs) 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 We don't excuse your languages or your opinions. You just say whatever the fuck you want. I po- it's leg day. I apologize. So <laughs> that's gonna be the second episode. It's leg day. It's leg I apologize. Day. <laughs> but uh, no, so I, I think it's a we gotta we gotta be cautious. That's my uh, message to like the internet, man. We gotta be cautious. Like at the end of the day, we lo- we love wrestling, but they gotta go home. These people gotta be safe, and they they risking they lie. Not risking. Yeah, literally, they risking their yeah, lives yeah. to put on a show yeah. for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so like suck that shit. Like eat that shit, bro. You know, should hold hold that nut and let it go. There you go. Just one nut. Just one nut. There's <laughs> one in particular. I'm sorry that you probably said that. I'm gonna <laughs> But um just just to close this out a little bit, um it's just Ali got Ali out of every all Ali and Dio Madden out of retribution are the two people who deserve to be mad. So it Definitely. makes sense. Especially Ali is, and also if you kind of take in the non kayfabe aspect of it, to where no one knew Brock was going to come out except for Ali, and they told him last minute before he even went out there. And what's his nuts that um, that has to wrangle everyone, Carano, and then of course Vince knew. So, and then also, so you have to think about it. You're like, oh, I think I'm about to get the briefcase. Or like, just kidding, Brock showed up again. So not this year. And then for him to literally go on the decline since then. And I mean, he has every right to be fucking mad. I'd be mad too. Um, I think he's one of those people that I think he's going to surprise. He's, he's very well 
spoken, but he hasn't had the chance to be well spoken on TV. So I think again, I think he's gonna really, I think he's gonna surprise people with his mic skills. Um, and plus, obviously, I'm pretty sure MVP's been working with everybody behind Raw. I'm pretty sure MVP's giving him some pointers too. So I'm not too worried about. It. I just want to see where it goes. And let me just say, you about to see. I'm gonna say the St. Louis people are not with him because he's from Chicago. So those are they not feeling that. That's the only reason they're against him. Know the ropes. I know I know what y'all on talking about. Y'all don't think he gonna No, no, that ain't it. (laughs) No, that's right. He's right now. I'll say it now. That's that's why that's why Emo's pizza is trash. Yeah, thank you, nigga. We're not gonna get on Giordano. Chicago pizza is trash. Or Vegas pizza. Wait, we don't eat. We don't, we don't eat your really? Y'all make actual pies. Y'all make pizza pies. Who the fuck wants a pie? Goddamn it! Pan crust pizza. We got, we got. We got. There's you. melanin. There's melanin Thank in this you. room. So we are not eating Giordano's, and we are not eating that. No. Like we got Italian. We got Italian. Pizza. We got a really Giordano's is so trash, bro. That's not. Right here. That's not the pizza either. Bro, y'all be trying to push that though in Chicago. Like, no, we don't. No, we don't. Right. We not so gonna we give them. We We not gonna give them the chicken neither, bro. Eighty seventh Heralds, bro. Come on, man. This only it's average. Did you say it was closed? Stop it. Huh? Oh yeah, they get, but the the food truck is still open though for the same. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the food truck for 87 is still straight. Then you got Uncle Remus on the way. You got the, the jerk taco man on the west side. Then you, pss, we, that's a whole nother episode. I'm sorry. Okay, jerk, whole... jerk 48, that, that's good. I, I'll give y'all that. Yeah, right, I had right. that you a couple times. You talk about St. Louis food. They'd be like, nah, bro, you got to go to Kansas City for good food. <laughs> hey, shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey, since you hear us talking that talk, we going to move to our next segment, which is promos. Because this weekend, the collective in where I'm at, Indianapolis, Indiana, it took a fucking pandemic for Indianapolis to get all this goddamn wrestling, but that's another episode. But everyone's been cutting promos out here. Have y'all been seeing these promos from these wrestlers out here? Hey, I, I, will, I will give St. Louis their props because I love fucking love War Horses promos. You know, he's a St. Louis guy. Right. Don't say War Horse around Terry. <laughs> 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 don't, don't say don't, don't say Warhol's around Terry. <laughs> Is he really from St. Louis? <laughs> He's from St. Louis and he rules ass, bro. <laughs> no, now you don't like St. Louis now. <laughs> <laughs> you, man, you just ruined this night, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we were at it. You know, we ain't gonna bash on wrestling, am I? But I, I don't want to talk about the show we were at, where <laughs> Terry just left magically when the War Horse came onto the out to the ring. No, I got a phone call, and I had to go take the phone call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, damn, I don't even. What was we talking about? The he collective <laughs> Okay, collective and promo. <laughs> the collective and the. Oh my! Nah, fuck that. We're gonna talk about it. Who rules ass? <laughs> Wolf Horse, damn right. It reminds me of some Family Guy shit. That that fucking bugs me. And everybody, oh, that War Horse on fucking AEW. I watched this guy, and if he got on AEW, I can give you a list of ten wrestlers who also need to be featured for that TV title. But he, I'm not he put himself on the map. <laughs> 
That's yeah, privilege. Okay. But uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not going there. Oh, stop that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I was ready to go in. Nah, but and these these promos from these black wrestlers, have y'all been seeing them? Have y'all seen what they doing from, from everybody? It's like people out to prove something this weekend. Did you see that? Did you see that promo from AJ Gurry responded to uh, what's his face? I'm gonna give you five minutes. Then you might die. I was like that. That one, <laughs> yeah, with, with the sweater, with the fucking reindeer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey, it. <laughs> yes, that promo I watched. I was like, oh, that's believable as hell. Yeah, because uh, I don't know who you are, Nolan Edwards, but. <laughs> I'm going to that show now because of that promo. (laughs) Go now. You're about to die. (laughs) Like, yo. The one that hit me the most was uh, Leo's to ACH because, well, they're, I mean, they're going against each other at uh, GCW. And yeah, they both had a similar Mm -hmm. pass at NXT and kind of with some similar issues, you know, corporate wise, you know, and, you know, like for somebody that's been on like live with Leo on Instagram multiple times. You know, I feel like we know each other in real life, but we don't know each other because, like, I've been picked on his live multiple times. Yeah. Like, you felt like you could tell when he genuinely fucks with somebody. He really, he appreciates ACH. I think that's gonna be one of the matches of the entire weekend. So, to me, that one really stood out. Then, um, Suge, I always Suge Dunkerton, Shug. um, Shook, Shook, sorry, Shook, Shook Dunkerton, Shook D. That was yes. dope. That because I haven't never saw, I never heard him talk before. Like I heard the pineapple peach shit, but like, and then Ray said, "Hey, look up his shit," because he, you know, he's actually legit. Looked up his shit. I'm like, oh, he's dope. But then hearing him talk like that, I'm like, damn. All right. So that was pretty cool. Here's what I can say about Suge Dunkerton. I don't want to be like that, but I first saw him in 2014. Y'all can see it, but the uh, listeners can't. He was uh, in Fort Wayne. I was like, damn, got to notice him. So, you know, got on AEW six years later. I'm like, okay, my dude's still out here. But he is so legit. He was here last week at GCW Generation Championship Wrestling. Another GCW, you know, acronyms. Um, and put on a great show. <laughs> like, the he was in a six-man, and that match, it could have been on TV, but he is the total package. But he's facing... Whew, let's talk about it. Is she y'all queen or is she she just you know like some people queen? She my queen. She's uh, your queen. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even know the boy could sing like that. That boy, <laughs> that boy could sing. Trish hey, he's, he's gonna sing that intro from now on. <laughs> Trish, <laughs> Trish Adora, the pan-African world diaspora champion. Dysphoria. 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 See, Dysphoria. I say you're wrong yeah, all the time. Dysphoria, yeah. Dysphoria. Y'all can edit that. What y'all think? <laughs> that, man, that... You know, you know something so good that you can't even make, like, proper words for it? <laughs> <laughs> Back. Just like, just like when Carter 3 dropped, we was just like, man, man. You gotta let the beat build, Carter. <laughs> gotta let the beat <laughs> I'm more that match gonna be That's all. I'm, a I'm a Carter two guy personally, but yeah, yeah. Um, First two, yeah. But Shug's promo downhill from the third to to Trish, and then oh, he also did one to O'Shea that was tight. But Trish' response to him, she was like, 
we can't rule together and since I'm the queen, it's off with your head. Like, this is a midnight show for the coach. Hold on. That match is fire. But A.R. Fox versus, versus Two Cold Scorpio. Talk that shit. Now, that's what I'm <laughs> trying to see. And he just went viral on social media from the highlights from last weekend of him showing that he still got it. To, like to, to, to cold, yeah. I think I think every black person growing up when we used to watch wrestling, we all remember too cold, Scorpio. We watching that, like you know, we that's why you know representation matters so so much and not just on screen, but especially backstage. And that's a whole nother conversation and topic. But like seeing Tuco Scorpio and just see that number one, Black don't crack. He still's got it. He's still athletic, um, and he looks healthy. I mean, you're a big brother. I'm a big guy myself, but he's a big brother. But he's still agile, you know. So and he can still do his thing. He's still moving around. And now a new generation of fans who are going to be at that show or watching it will be, get to see how we felt when we were kids watching Tuco Scorpio. That's like that could be today's generation with Scorpio Sky or with the New Day or things of that nature. So like, you know. And AR Fox, I mean, there's nothing else to, I mean. If you don't know AR Fox, you just like, I don't know. You got to get the fuck out of here if you don't know who AR Fox is. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why Nicole's here, because I'll be like, oh, and Nicole just tell you, get the fuck, you know. Oh, man. Y'all, we got we to gotta respect our wrestling elders, especially those who look like us, especially the elders who are actually out here trying to elevate and support the generation coming up behind them yes always gotta support 1159 if you're since you're not in indianapolis go to go on fight tv order it they even got a bundle for all 12 shows for the weekend Mm -hmm. the collective get on it i want to talk about one last match because it will take us into our next topic conversation with aew's one year anniversary but john moxley is gonna be on blood sport against chris oh. dickinson oh my god the dirty mm. daddy versus Ooh, the dirty <laughs> d no i'm sorry yeah, for, for somebody that's never heard of uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't say that no more i'm sorry for somebody that's never heard of the guy that moxley is going against please give me a refresher or some some tips to look no, no, or, or, or i'm going to give you a homework assignment for when we personally record okay like when we get done right here, this is what I need you to do. Get a pen and paper because you know you work in the educational system, so it should be everywhere around your house. By the way, this is for the kids, for the culture. Uh, this does not represent the uh, place of work that I um, that I do. So if I, <laughs> this is not a war speaking. This yeah. is the old that you should know. You go. <laughs> I, I need you to. What just I need you to expeditiously go create an IWTV account. I will, sir. I will. Then, then I want you to search. I'm going to make it easy. Search three shows. Just randomly look for three shows on there. You're going to watch them. Then I want you to give me three of your favorite matches from there. <laughs> yeah, Yo, we really gave my homework. <laughs> <I'm just, I'm, laughs> you know what? I'm, I appreciate, I'm cool. Look, I've been learning. I'm not going to lie. So I appreciate this. He said, who is Chris Dickinson? What the fuck? Chris Dickinson. <laughs> like, like just, just go watch Beyond Wrestling. You'll know who Chris Dickinson is. Facts. Beyond, Beyond is fucking dope. Um, I can't wait for him to come back. That's um, Dude, I fucking love in- Uncharted. 
Yeah. Every um, Thursday. Their Uncharted series, I think um, Beyond in general is very slept on mm-hmm. as like an indie um, promotion. I feel the same thing with Defy. I feel like Defy really yes. finds other radar, even though Shimmer. people like to name drop it. But I feel like it's like, don't nobody know what's going on in Defy, but everybody want to name drop it. Um, agree, Shimmer is Shimmer is Flames. Um, Capital Wrestling, that's another one that I think more people should be watching. Oh my But that's God. a whole nother show, though. Man, let me do a shameless plug. My home team, you know, the the people I grew up with, we both grew up together, freelance wrestling. Yo, let's go back to the collective. I apologize then. <laughs> but um, if anybody goes to Bloodsport, don't tell me about it because I'm very upset because I was supposed to go to the original one in Tampa. But don't you. tell me about it. I got if you, you on liked video. It, I don't want to hear it. I got you on video, Nicole. Okay, yeah, send me a video though. That's fine. But don't tell me you're having a good time now. I don't want to hear that. Before we uh, leave the collective though, I feel disrespectful. I've been going to Shimmer for the last six years. So yes, support Shimmer Sunday at 4 p.m. That's my stuff. That's my crack. And Freelance has the show Saturday at midnight. Lacey Lane versus Faye Jackson. You know, I'm a laniac and Faye, well, you don't know this your first time probably hearing me. So I'm a laniac, but Faye Jackson is my home girl. So I don't know how I'm going to act. Torn between the two. <laughs> and they were, if you go to We Love Wrestling, they were spotlight number 12 and 13, I believe. Oh, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> but Rashad, you said your people you grew up with freelance. Good to know, buddy. We're gonna have to talk. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you gonna be in town this weekend? You gonna be? Um, in- it's on the fence. Like, got to come down, man. If you come down, yeah. holler at us. You know, it's a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's a drive though. Like, like if I could get someone that's that's gonna ride with me, it's, we there, like. It's a show, and uh, trust me, Marion County is going to spur that thing down. Um, like, around Indianapolis, everything is, like, open. But inside Indianapolis, it is very – it's ridiculous. So it's going to be sanitized, and if it's not, I have my sanitation device. Um, <laughs> Ray, I will, I will, I will ride with you, Ray. But I got some, some, some new stuff happening on Saturday, so you know how new stuff, some, 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 some loose stuff. So uh, yeah, you know how my life is when I, when I be out. So no, he, he got that new, new shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh damn! Okay, then. that's why I had to. That's why I had to meet my camera for a second. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about some new stuff because AEW is newly one year in the game. <laughs> Come on, transition. He's trying, he trying to lose a nut this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Um, what do you think about one year AEW? <laughs> he ain't lying. Though. That's the funniest thing. I'm trying. This is- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I, this is one of my topics. I'll, I'll definitely uh, kick it off. Uh, I think AEW has been um, has brought a 
a few things to the professional wrestling world. Number one, um, just a, another a balance to the force, but not like, so if we're thinking like Star Wars and Anakin, you know, that don't mean the balance is always, you know, it's like a seesaw. Is it a positive balance? Is it a negative balance or whatever? But I just think having another option to watch has been dope. I think uh, learning about a lot of new talent that I didn't, I didn't hear about in the past has been dope. Um, having the opportunity for, I mean, it's such a target market. And like, when I say AEW fans are so hardcore and you gotta love them, you gotta appreciate them. Um, I think you, uh, I think it's been great for them to have their company and they've gained a lot of new fans. And, you know, I've had some great moments. Like one of my favorite moments was watching Orange Cassidy go against Neville. I thought that was just dope. And uh, was it not, was that full gear? No, that was revolution. Wasn't it? That was revolution. Um, watching Will Hobbs. I've been really big on Will Hobbs starting to get uh -huh. that push. So I think that's been dope. Um, I, I was critical. You know, I really thought they put a lot of the black wrestlers on dark forever. I thought that was a little bit too much for me. I think all the, like there wasn't out no black wrestlers really. But I think uh, they listened to our podcast because there was there was like three podcasts where we like went in on that and then they just turned it around right after. Like all the black, yeah, because <laughs> Sunny Kiss, Sunny Kiss was they were afraid to put Sunny Kiss on television for the longest. So, um, but I think you know, as any new company, they're young, they're gonna grow, they're gonna continue to grow. I think it's been, um, I mean, for one year to get the ratings that they do, to pull the demos that they do. You know, you got to applaud them. They, they've done their job and then some. Um, what, where do I want to see them grow? I want to see them potentially grow new fans. You know, that's, you know, that's how you stay in a business. Like anybody can have their target audience, but can you grow new fans and can you create new stars uh, once things come back to normal? So that's my thoughts. Let me go into, uh, let me, you say a target art audience. So, oh, Ooh, don't get me started. On uh -uh, no, no, uh -uh, no, I mean, we we got to find out. So, 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 what is their target audience then? Oh. No one that looks like this in this fucking podcast. That's not the. I mean, regardless. I didn't want to say. I didn't want to say it. Regardless of what anybody wants to say over there, how they blah blah blah, their target audience is the dude. I mean, kind of no offense to them, but kind of because those are the dudes who always call me all sorts of names up and down the internet is a dude to sit in their bullet club shirt that they don't wash maybe twice a year with some cargo pants with a title belt. And that's the only outfit they wear the whole WrestleMania weekend. That's their target audience. Now, so the Bullet Club shirt. I, I literally have all the Bullet Club shirts, some cargo shirts, and a title belt right next. I have five Bullet Club shirts, but <laughs> hey, you're I, not. I worked, but for, I worked for the freaking company, so. <laughs> but don't you take uh, you take showers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Take <laughs> <laughs> don't even. See, they, they, they don't concern you. You got you. <laughs> Everybody got Bullet Club shirts. I got five of them. Two of them. I, well, no, I have three now. I had to get a, get rid of two of them. But when I first heard, yeah, I, had, that, I, had, I had to get rid of my Marty ones. I couldn't. Oh I'm yeah, I had I had about ten Marty shirts. Hey, the first time she ever said yeah. that, I thought she was coming at me because I was like, "Damn, I'm in a Bullet Club shirt. I got a Marty <laughs> shirt." <laughs> I was like, what, "What are you saying?" She was like, "I just going at know who I'm talking about." I was like, "Oh, okay, because you know I don't feel right right now." <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
<laughs> you just targeting comfortable wrestling fans at this point. <laughs> no, I'm trying. No, I'm trying. I'm targeting the. No, I'm targeting the dudes who we go. You know, we'll go online and be like, "Man, I wish Naomi would get her shot," and they be like, "Well, it's not her time." But two seconds later, they see some blonde girl pop up on TV, and he's like, "Push her to the moon." Wow, that bitch been that here for two weeks. <laughs> Someone that's trying to tell us to act like a lady. Yeah. Oh. There it is. I feel that. I actually feel that. I felt that in my soul. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. When I said that, those are the people when when the me or the other girls on my podcast say something that's a little too much and they freak out. Those are the people who be who are in our mentions. Facts. Go off. You know, but I mean, you're you're exactly right with that target audience. So what can they do to? I mean, shoot, I think Stephanie McMahon said it in this one podcast a long time ago that the African-American market is like the biggest index of fans for the WWE, but yet they don't cater to that market. I mean, but that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother day. <laughs> but, but with AEW, I don't want to say they, you can't come out and say that you're a diverse, inclusive company and then do the opposite of that. And don't just give me diversity with, because I know, like I work in education, so you can't finesse a finesser. Like you can't just say the diversity in terms of the style of wrestling or the promo. No, fuck that. We're talking about inclusivity. <laughs> remember, remember when AJ Gray called out like AEW for that, and they were like, "Oh, they tried to point at the one black person that's that's on the television because he's hanging with two non-black people," and they're like, "Yeah, look at that diversity because look at Scorpio Sky." We're like, "No." Let's compare that to AEW Dark, where it's like, and then they oh, fucked them over like two two weeks after that. So what did that right. matter? And then like, the, yeah. and nobody that, that got was, wins either. Similar. Yeah, that no. was similar to the that was similar to the people that's like, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Like, what <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so See, here's my thing with AEW, right? Fuck. I and that's just the, that's just the men's division. Don't get me stirred on a woman. This not even bad. I'm an AEW fan. I've been to eight live shows. I was at the first show ever. I've been to almost every pay per view. So you know, I messed with them. I got the AEW chair right here. Show y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm an AEW dude. But they came to Indianapolis November eighth. Oh god. They sat on CBS oh, News here in Indianapolis for a ten minute segment. The only thing they talked about was we're that alternative. We got inclusivity. We're diverse. You can do this for 10 minutes straight. I'm sitting here in the morning working, working from home. I'm like, wow. Okay. I mean, I've already, I've heard y'all going your promo run doing that, but you doing this on the local TV stations. I go to the show that night. The only black people I saw and it was recording for dark was awesome. Kong and Brandy. Uh, Scorpio Sky did come out, but he wasn't in the match. But I was like, you just sat here on my news station and told me this. And then I come to your show. I'm not seeing what you just told me. And then your crowd, besides me and my son, and shout out to Lauren, we love wrestling. In our area, you could have three dark spots and then the rest of it was that target market. 
and that was really the whole building. But I, but I am in Indiana, so what do I expect? But I'm just saying that 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 that's what it is. And a year later, well, we got Ricky Stark, we got Will Hobbs, Private Party. They 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 warming them up for a push with the tag team division. They're still young. They're they're still yeah. They 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 young. They're a little green. Big Swole, shout out. Um, Brandy is taking Red Velvet under her wing wing now. Is she signed? I don't know. I don't think so. I. They probably will though. Two weeks, two to three weeks ago, she wasn't signed. So unless it just recently happened, um, she decent too. Like decent, like. uh, I'm sliding her DM decent. Like, hey, what else? <laughs> was that you? Who was it that reposted about that girl in the yellow? I don't know. I'd be talking. Who was if I'm, that? If I'm I was sober. In THWF? Was it that was where I saw that? Who yeah, is that? Jade Cargill. So she worked out for WWE back in May of 2019 um, in one of their tryouts, but it didn't pan out so Last week, she showed up front row at the AW show, and everybody was like, oh, my God, who is that? Like, in, in these Facebook groups. So they just had to give a rundown. But if she pans out, I don't know how good of a wrestler she is, but they said she's she's training. She she might be something because she her look. Who? Muscle and Fitness Magazine just said that for y'all. I want to hear from my boys in the loop, man. Um, shout out to uh, Sweetie Pies, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's oh, no, no, we are not, no, we are not doing it. <laughs> nice little jab, nice little jab. All right the there. you shout out to Sweetie Pies. That was that was that was, that was messed up. Now I'm a Pappy's guy. Now Pappy's barbecue though, that's my that's my joint. But Sweetie Pies is basic. Now I like the, I like the macaroni, but barbecue. Did you just say they had to go to Kansas City for work? That was right. That was right. <laughs> that was, oh, okay, my bad. Pa- Pappy's is respectable food. I love that shit. I'm sorry. And there's another one too. I don't know the name. It's like called Sweet Fire or some shit like that. But anyways, Sugar Fire. Sugar Fire. Yeah. Sugar Fire. Yeah. That's <laughs> super decent. But I want to hear from homies in the loo, man. What's y'all thoughts on the one year of AEW? I'll speak on that one since I, I cover AW. You know, I, I love AW. I like the work <laughs> that they're doing, especially as an alternative for NXT. My the thing with them is with their target demographic, you're right. Um they they have not focused on on much people of color for a while. And yeah, I, I agree. I'm not. I'm not going to speak too much on the women's division because that, till this day, is still terrible. But the thing is, with AEW, is that they are successful, and they have been successful in the past year by focusing on that that stereotypical but still terrible demographic. Thing is, it works for them. I don't see that changing anytime soon, especially since they're going through this pandemic where they're still pulling up you know, 900,000, 1 million, whatever view, view, viewers average on the show is working for them. And they're still pulling out good wrestling shows. So I don't see much changing with them lately, but if they keep doing what they're doing, they're going to continue to be a, a good alternative. Yeah, I didn't see, I don't, I don't really get the, um, I don't understand the critique. I don't really, um, 
I don't follow about the demographic because I mean, as any wrestling company ever, they don't they don't pander to people of color. They never never will. I mean, WWE gave us a black champ and then had an Aryan action figure take it from them in record time. We was talking about that earlier, so I, I don't see why we should expect anything different from from AEW. I mean, except for the like, like I said, they 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 like to say that they're more um, yeah. diverse, so I could see that being an issue, but it's not surprising. I don't. I don't Wait, <laughs> it's, it's not surprising. <laughs> so this is what I this is what I do because I I hold I'm I stay on everybody's neck. I don't care what company because I think they're all trash because yeah. they all yeah, they got are. trash people. They, that's what I'm saying. They, they are. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, I. I'm saying this about AEW because they told us they were going to be different. So don't tell me you're going to be different and you're the same thing. So I'm going to say something to you every time. And every time they say something, okay, I'm going to stay on your ass about it because you never should have said this. You and that's the same. I understand thing that to a degree, to yeah. a degree. But you, you still, you should take anything said by a company ran by rich white people or Indian cool. people with a grain of with a grain of salt because they don't naturally okay. they don't mess with, with, with minorities like that. We will say like that. I, I work with those folks. So I, we'll I take it with a grain of salt. Here's how we reverse it. Let's reverse it then. Let's take it with a grain of salt. So they announced the company in May, right? So when I say they came on my news station and did it, so from May to October, well, to November, this is all that their company pushed. Even though you're saying take it with a grain of salt, this was their number one focus to tell us about their diversity, how different they was going to be, and everything else. I think uh, two things. Like, number one, this is the month of October. So we always see there's that meme that goes around, like it's called cuffing season. So in October, you know, they teased us with like... <laughs> I'm telling it's you, early for cuffing season. Well, no, this is called. This is Where called, are you? <laughs> allow the story to unfold. Allow the story to unfold. So this is like preseason right now. So you're in October when they first started. It was preseason. You know, they're warming everybody up. They promote their message. And as we move into the winter months, you know, things slowed down. We got to the regular season. You hit that little halt. They had that dark order moment with the fake punches. But then, of course, in January, you know, you're getting right before Valentine's and you're getting serious because you're texting. You go from like five texts to one because you can only get one gift. All right. So they had that big run in, in January and February where they had like a million plus viewers. They were destroying NXT right before the pandemic. And then they got comfortable where they were. So they didn't have to appease back to what they were saying because they found a comfort, a comfort lane in that market that they said was diverse and you can't tell somebody that's the power that's the thing about privilege you know you try to tell somebody about you know what they're doing wrong not doing wrong but what they can change and they feel like in their mind oh we are appeasing to this because we have this show and we're doing this um but that's the i mean black people have been fighting those microaggressions for for years and we're going to continue to fight those microaggressions um I just feel like wrestling journalists need to hold them more accountable. And I think that's the, the, my biggest frustration with all types of companies. Like you get these opportunities to interview wrestlers and you give them these softball ass questions and you don't push Tony Khan, like, like ask the, like challenge them on their words of what they said, you know? It is. And like, if you challenge them and hold them accountable, 
I, I would appreciate that more as a fan, especially as a man of color. You know, like oh I'm gonna, man, <laughs> I'm glad I like how you really you just brought that up. something up. <laughs> I really, I really, I didn't even really think because when you really think about it, and that's I'm really glad that you brought that up because I kind of didn't see that. If you think, and this, and no offense to these wrestling journalists, some of them I'm saying no offense to. I think the thing kind of is that they don't want to lose that peek behind the curtain that they don't really want to push buttons too hard. Yeah, you like, ruffle feathers, you're going to lose that. Yeah, but at the same time, I think if you're doing actual good journalism, it doesn't matter at the end of the day because they might not like you, but at least they respect you for what you were doing. And that's how I a believe- lot of like... I believe there's a level of corruption that comes with anything like that. Like you, yeah. you have to, you have to be willing to allow a lot to slide in order to be in that position. Otherwise that position won't be available for you and somebody else to take it. So, I mean, that's why I say. Everything should be taken with a grain of salt. Absolutely. Everything. Yeah, so um, even if no, no matter what they're advertising, what are they showing? Even if they advertise in diversity, if they're not, like I said, they, uh, the, the, uh, the dark shows had all the black people. They advertise in diversity, but they're not showing us diversity. So why expect diversity? It doesn't matter what they're saying. It's about what they're showing. In my opinion, that's how I feel about everything. And Uncle Cooper said uh, the rule 24.5 in the pink, man, ain't no crying in the pink. So we can't cry about it. We just got to continue to put, that was a P-Valley reference for those who watch P-Valley. FYI, great, great, great show. too much for me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, episode episode three was, uh, was a little something, yeah. But uh, yeah. am I am I crickleta crickleta I? Um, First no. off, hey, hey, look, shout out to <laughs> Hold on. for actually right. diversity. I'm from Mississippi. That <laughs> show is not a representation <laughs> of Mississippi. I don't know where they got them clowns from. Don't see you done got me upset again. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't watch coonery, man. That's that's pure coonery in that show. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Look, man, I'm I work in education, so I'm always I need some release. And you need a release. <laughs> I feel that. So I feel that. If if it ain't anime, it's got to be something ratchet. That's why I looked at. I apologize, y'all. It's leg day, so that's just. <laughs> oh my god! It's <laughs> leg. So that's just what be happening. Oh, bro. Hey, like I was saying, shout out yeah. to Impact for actually showing diversity in their company. Facts. That is true. But like, you gotta look yeah, at how many yeah, wrongs they fell down. That's another thing that why um, AEW deserves praise because NXT had a build. They they had a structure that they tried to build upon and face WWE. AEW just had a name, a brand, the people that they brought in. They didn't have any actual structure to build from, and they're killing whatever uh, TNA thought they were doing against WWE. Now they're still not competition, but I'm just saying like the consistency and how long they've survived at a high level compared to what TNA tried to do when they tried to combat WWE. That's commendable yeah, as well. But I like, I like that with Impact, you know, they write, they write out all their wrongs. They knew, like, who was, you know, fucking up in their company and what was fucking up. And they basically got they rid of all the Absolutely. That, they, yeah. they fixed it. It's one of the most consistently enjoyable wrestling shows on TV right now. Yeah, they were able to sit down and say, all right, we're fucking up like at this, this, and this, so we have to eliminate this, this, and this if we basically want to keep living. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. 
you know, a lot of people didn't think that impact would last as long as they did. But since they made them changes now, I mean, now, like, the matches are enjoyable. Storylines are great. Like, you can't even get me started on the whole Eric Young storyline with the world championship right now. And so, like, they're they're doing the right things. It, it actually, everything that they went through, all the negatives, all the falls, honestly, it, it came out for the better because now they're putting out consistent, positive product. So, yeah, it's right. good for them, too. Since we had the I... one-year best women's division in wrestling. Oh, TNA, the knockouts? Oh, yeah. TNA, you, I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely knockouts. Impact, yeah, Even no. NXT, I mean, NXT's up there too, though. No, NXT, NXT's a close second. Um, impact, though. yeah, but impact, 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 impact I and I don't care. I will argue that until I'm blue in the face. Um, impact, even when they were still TNA, they've always done right by their women. Um, NXT is pretty good with um, their women. So that's, that's why I said, that's a close second. Um, NWA had a really cool one. They were still able to air weekly. They had a really dope uh, women's division. It was small, but the company is small. They didn't really have that many wrestlers. So I liked what they were doing with them. Um, and then MLW, unfortunately, before all this kind of got messed up, um, they were in the process of create, creating their women's division before all this hit. But I don't know. That's what I base my criteria. If you, you got to have a dope women's division, I think that's another reason why I don't really pay AEW any mind at most points because I they, they don't care about their women to me. I don't care what they say, and they, they don't show it when you give them two hours and you can maybe show two, and you should maybe show two matches in like eight minutes. I'm not here for it. And I'll leave out. This is my last point on that. I think NXT is not going to really consistently beat AEW because they're developmental. So, I mean, we yeah. can get, it's not a war that's over. That was a media narrative, but one thing that NXT does correctly and they continue to do is they understand that in this transition period for their talent, that the women's locker room in NXT is the strongest thing they have. And I love that they push. I mean, we see women main events all the time. You know, I'm, I'm 34 years old. Like I really didn't start seeing women's main events until like the last five years since the four horsewomen really kicked that off. You know, so I think once again, representation matters. And for a lot of young women out there, they see that type of stuff. To me, that dope, that's dope, you know, so more power to NXT for a team to push in. Uh, what is a strength, you know? So, but uh, speaking of strengths, and this is the last topic I have for, for the brethren and my sister. I don't think this is a strength for either company, but let's talk about the music entrance themes and, mm -hmm. the, the, oh, man. and the changes, you know, because WWE potentially is uh, gotten away from CFO. There were Def Rebel, and there's been a lot of changes musically. And I understand that, you know, I'm not trying to live in a moment. You know, I, I go back and I listen to things, but I'm going to turn over to Terry first, man. What are your thoughts on, <laughs> <laughs> on some of this music that's happening? Like, for example, if I say Keith Lee music, if you give me a grade from one to 10, actually, no, one to 10, and you can't go no lower than one. <laughs> I mean, you can't go no, I, I fucked up that whole pro, promo, but um. <laughs> Talk about Keith Lee's music. Just talk about the recent change in music, the lack of hip hop, which is a whole nother tangent. But what do you think? Damn. Um, guess we're going to do this then. Um, Touchdown. 
So I guess I have an issue with WWE's music since they started Money in the Bank and they didn't use Little Scrappy's uh, instrumental. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> so let's take you back to this night. Keep please going to Monday Night Raw. We hyping everything. And then my man comes out. Boom, bask in his glory. And you get the he is and then it goes into a KO Brock Lesnar type song that I, I I didn't understand it at first. So it took me maybe a day or two. Um, and then maybe a week to process it. Um, so CFO was making their music and apparently the company they are with um, wanted more money and WWE doesn't want to do this. Do you want me to explain that a little bit better since it, it, I covered it? Explain that before I, before I go in. <laughs> okay, because... so in case people don't know about, I want to say about probably 90% of the wrestlers have a CFO steam. Um, I don't know who was doing WWE's contracts when CFO signed on, but they should be fired over this deal. This is how bad it was. So, basically, when CFO decided they wanted to leave and, like, go and do their own thing, they have primary ownership over the music. So, if anybody knows a little bit about royalties, any so anytime they have, they were playing that song, not only will they have to pay them because they are the majority, they own that song, the CFOs, but they also have royalties tied into that. So you have, who did we use as an example? I think we use Alexa Bliss as an example. If they say that she was one of the themes that was in danger, they would literally be paying half the, WWE for her alone would probably be paying close to half a million for her music if they continue to keep it. But the thing with the CFO deal it only affects those who has a CFO theme who hasn't been called up yet. Because once you're called up, your licensing changes. So we should probably be a little bit concerned about Undisputed Era. Everyone, um, Mia Yim now is probably one of the reasons why she was thrown in retribution because they can't use her song on a main roster. That's what happened with Keith Lee. Um, Alistair is more of them trying to go with the gimmick change, but his theme wasn't affected by the CFO. So anybody who is going to come up now who has a CFO theme is getting it, is getting it fixed pretty much. So besides that, WWE is real whack for not using hip hop with their music. <laughs> they out here with all this rock music stuff that they doing. Who even goes sign CFO? They was okay, but I mean, if Stephanie McMahon says that your black dollar and your black market is one of our biggest market and we don't use them, any type of promo they do where they use some type of hip hop beat, it smacks. But you get them so far in between to where you don't get nothing. And now this new theme music is all generic. It all sounds the same. Keep Lee music, like he asked me, Basically, is Brock Lesnar and Kevin Owens stuff thrown together, probably a, a song they didn't want to use for one of them and said, hey, it's, it really sounds like Kevin Owens song. And they just took like three or four of the, the, the instruments out. 
But and, and, and that's I, frustrating. Definitely. And I haven't listened to it since the first day that he actually debuted with that. So now, like Monday, I remember you bask in his glory. And then I immediately mute. I don't want to hear it. So no, F, that, F, that's F. frustrating. No, no, it's frustrating too. But like, and look, I listen to all types of music. You know, I watch anime. So I've heard, I listen to all types of music. I watch all types of stuff. But it's, Everything sounds the fucking same. Yeah, like everything sounds like the same. And that's so frustrating. And like I made a plea on our last episode, like Roman Reigns talked about his music is about to change. And he is like the biggest <laughs> game, he's the biggest game changer in wrestling right now. And if they if they drop the ball with his music, like it's a wrap. Like they cannot drop it's I don't want to put prayer me because AEW music is trash too. But like WWE, you are the biggest breadwinner. <laughs> Oh, I don't, <laughs> don't get me started on there's, there's only no, one don't do it let's stay let's stay over here don't about do say Lucha Lu- Lu- theme is fire though Judas, Judas got- that, that, that Leo Rush theme I, I still bump that like that, that came to collect I don't know why that bass just hits different yeah I, I, especially, I, especially, I, especially that bass drop in the beginning you just like woo. But that's the thing with this new company. Like they just debuted Ember, Ember Moon with some new music, and they had actually lyrics. Like you see, if you put some damn words to music, it sounds better sometimes. Like it's not fucking hard. Like and that's that's I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe Cena needs to hit the studio from or something. <laughs> but they got Joe. They got Josiah there that works for NXT, who's a very talented artist. You know, damn it, Swerve is a rapper. I don't. It Swerve raps. Hey, we were just talking about diversity, so you already know that's out the window. Right. <laughs> they're only they're only gonna let they one of, they're only gonna let one of them help. We can't can't nominate too many Negroes. They're not only gonna pick one. Yeah, man. So they, they, just, they just didn't make the ratio. Well, they gotta do something about that music, man, because it's like every NX has there ever been a hip hop NXT song, theme song for the show? Not never. The, I'm they not, had for, for you NXT, know when they Biggie, show Biggie you know what they had their hip hop they do on NXT UK. Okay, but, but last, it's like no who's listening? No one watches NXT UK except for me, and then also no one listens to Grime except for me, who's and, not from over there. And I think the only one I could think of was when Biggie <laughs> like first debuted like his oh, no, thing, no, like his old, no, not 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 the not the three ain't enough like way before that one. But that's, only one I can really, that's that's the only one I could think of. Like other than that, that. you talking about? Oh no, that ain't it. But no, nah, I watch NXT UK. Nicole, I didn't like that jab. My homie just debuted on NXT UK. Um, Emil, you know, came on at three PM US time. Go check her out. Oh WWE. yeah, she was on. Tonight. Wait, wait. Uh, not not Chris Hero. What, what was this fucking WWE name? Um, Cassius Ono. Yeah, Cassius Ono. He had. Oh like, no. Yeah. Oh, Someone no. else. I mean, because oh, we no. know he, 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 a, he a big time hip hop. But, but, right? but those were the CFO themes that had different diversity of sound. You know, you had Glorious that sounded different. You had um, Carmella's was a bop. I'm I'm sorry, I was a bit. I, fat, I, I, I already told you how I feel about that. So, <laughs> like that that Carmella interest was a bop. Oh yeah, fucking Enzo, Enzo. That was that was Iggy Azalea knockoff, boy. I mean, if you want to count, if you want to count, boy, stop. No borderline hip hop. Iggy was trash, but that that song was a bop. 
half uh, there's a half of those majority the thing about cfo majority of the songs they did for nxt are like samples or a knockoff on stuff like um was it billy k not her the other one peyton royce her theme song was a lollipop knockoff um, I forget. I forget about that one. Who else? Um, Finn Balor's Finn Balor's theme song sounds literally exactly, almost exactly like the one that they sampled it from. So, shoot, the last hip hop on WWE television was when Wale was at NXT, and then before that it was the rap battle. So Wale's been involved with the last two hip hop references on their damn company. Hey, yeah, he was trying to buy a hey, company. I remember he was trying to start his own company. Like, you got put some respect on our truth name, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I find? I, it? I, no, I fucks with our truth though for real. The only our truth song that gets on WWE TV is "What's Up." <laughs> About to say like, yeah. <laughs> it's still he's still keeping it going. He's like, our truth is like Teflon. And we WWE. know no Ron killing anything this. with that. We know Ron and Killings is even... rapping, but WWE ain't playing that on there. Dude, he's oh, Teflon no. in WWE. Like, he could stop right they now. They switched that like up and threw the Hall of Famer. They threw the rock and roll guitars over that track, so that ain't even pure rap no more. Mm-hmm. He's still mm-hmm. switching switch it up. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we ain't gonna never had no hardcore, no, so, some real. Oh wait, Sasha kind of. Oh yeah, Usos. Yeah. Usos. Usos. Yeah, the Usos. Yeah, the Usos. But are they gonna change that now too when they both come back because of CFO made that? No, so that doesn't affect the people who've already been called up. Okay. So that doesn't count. It's anybody who's going to be called up or has been called up post the CFO contract being terminated. So is yeah. that why they called up Bianca so they could keep her thing? I th- probably they should have honestly, and they knew that that was going to happen. So there's going to be like a couple people who are in NXT who's be able to come up whose themes are fine because Ooh. they're using them on other stuff so they can keep it. So yeah, under this undisputed era, the, might be able to stay then because they were a Survivor Series and they were on TV. So theirs is fine, um, and I think and Champa's is fine. Yeah, I think Street Profits should Street, Street Profits be okay. fine because it used to be, you know, the Unity's thing. So they were, they were still they brought up before the contract termination, so they're fine. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and, it, and it used to be a main roster theme song as well. With, yeah. With Naomi and Sasha Banks, they used to be their theme song, like once upon a time, on the main roster. Don't do that to Team Bad. Don't bring that back up. <laughs> Unity! <laughs> <laughs> I call my mama. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on, let let let's go back to you, O, because you said don't get you started on AEW theme music. Give me three AEW themes that you like, and then we gonna go to St. Louis. Can you give me three? <laughs> you got three? Yeah, I can't even think of one that I like. Let's go to. <laughs> what? I like I like I like Judas. I like Judas. Well, I will. I say mean, I like he him. made that. I mean, that was out before. Yeah, he, I know, but that, up, so that's I his. Can't... That's his song. So, yeah. yeah. Other than other than that, I uh, let's see. Kenny Omega's one is trash. Cody's what? one is okay. I mean, Cody's was made. Hold on, Cole. Let's let him go. Let's 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 see. Let's see um, Chicago talking about. I I look. I love I love, I love Big Swole as a wrestler. 
and I love Mont Easy. I just felt like this. I, I wanted some more, but it's not bad. So I would say that I say it's not <laughs> bad. Um, I think, I think, um, what is it? Um, perfection, because Josiah made that one. That was actually a bop. So uh, that's um, Sean Spears. I like Sean Spears because Josiah made that one. What? Uh, I like Sean I Spears. I can't think of any. But and then outside of that though, like that that Young Bucks one, trash, uh, oh. Hangman, trash, Moxley's okay. I haven't heard Will Hobbs's yet, so I'll, I'll hold that for judgment. Um, SCU trash. Um, Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. Trash. What? Um, Damn. Damn. We we gonna stop you. We gonna stop. That's too much. <laughs> Name about six six theme songs that said trash. Miro's 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 one was trash. That was trash. Oh my god! Man, yeah, Miro no, was, was no, that terrible. I'm gonna agree. Omar's that doing that video of the guy who was outside in the street when he was like, his hair whack, <laughs> whack. <laughs> Look, bro. I think I the way that he walked. And I I apologize to those who hear that, like especially the guy from AUW who blocked my tw- our Culture Cast Twitter account because I probably was talking about their music. Shout but, out to him. But be better, bro. <laughs> 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 and not saying be better because I like I, I'm not in your world, so I can't even imagine to do what you're doing. So more, I'll give you credit, but I just feel like once again, there's a lack of urban influence in your music. And be better, bro. Be better. And the Bears are winning, by the way. FYI, by let point. That, oh let that, let that let that let, be known. Let's go to St. Louis because we're not gonna <laughs> deal with this. Let that be known. Y'all lost last week, though. <laughs> Y'all even got a team. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> yeah. that team went to LA. <laughs> hey, don't. Going, hey, that, that's that, a that's that, a sort of subject for they, they, Every time you get an argument, somebody from Chicago is like, "Y'all ain't got a football team. We we know it's, it's okay. We got the Bellhawks. That's all." <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think you got a bad football team? Like the who? I say he think. I say you think you have a bad football team. What part of Ohio are you in? Northern Ohio. So you were Cincinnati. No, yeah, fuck no, that. That's Cleveland. That's Cleveland. That's Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, hey, hey, the Browns doing good. This Browns year. are decent. Nicole. The Browns always do good at this time of the year. You know, we kicking y'all. No, they usually like zero and something. No, they usually like zero. No, not right this now. early. <laughs> right, they, they usually like zero and four, one and three. Right now. Nicole. Hey, Nicole. You got Ohio State too. Wait, y'all last this weekend. They get. They get. They're. They're just Ohio in general. Nobody, everyone gets to claim them. Nicole, you hear me? We kicking y'all ass this weekend. We play the Browns. I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hit like it. Go ahead, kick that. I know. I'm still a Browns fan. If you if you guys try to come for the Chiefs, that's when I'll have some issues. Next subject. Um, St. Louis. How y'all feel about the Chiefs? Really? How y'all feel about um, one of my friends from high school plays for them? Oh, I can understand that. How y'all feel about this AW music scene or and, and WWE music scene? Uh, I do think think that AEW is a little dead. If I mean, I'll get that to you, Jay Ball. That's your that's your guys, but they remind me of WCW. <laughs> WCW didn't have very many iconic themes, so yeah, I'll, I'll let you have it. If there was a lime wire for white people, that'll be the theme music. <laughs> 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 um, uh, 
to be honest with you, I don't I don't care too much for it. You know, like I do like uh, Judas. I also like Best Friends theme songs. I thought I I, I think that's that's cool. Uh, I know it's memorable as hell. And oh, I don't know why you don't like Kenny Omega's theme. I like it. It's like being in a video game. I think that's. Cool. Well, I like I like the cleaner. I like the the, the cleaner theme better. Man. Yeah, yeah I do. But too. I mean, overall, it's. It, it's it's not the best. I do love NXT's theme music, especially like uh, Johnny Gargano. Like they gave him a new theme song some months back, and it's just as dope as Rebel Heart. Like the the music in NXT is still dope, and I am afraid to see what's going to happen when these guys get caught up. But uh, AW wise, yeah, they need a lot of work. Even it's not even just the urban influences; it's just music in general. It's just. <laughs> There, there's nothing memorable. That's the problem. There's nothing memorable with their music. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you win the title, you hear your music playing. Like, you know, when Shawn Michaels' music or Ric Flair, for example, Ric Flair, you know, you hear his, you hear that music after he, the big win. Like, you want that moment. That's why I wanted Keith Lee to have some music that really, like, once he gets that big push and he gets that belt and you, I don't want to hear da, 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 da. no man. That's yeah. <laughs> the persona. Yeah, doesn't like, do anything as far as the persona goes. You want the music to be able to to speak the wrestler out instead of some generic crap that ain't got nothing to do, no preach. personality, nothing, nothing involving that talent. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. That generic crap is dead, man. Preach, preach. Dead in the water. Man. He did say he getting a new theme song and uh, Josiah Williams was going to do it. Um, Who, Keith Lee's or Roman's? Keith Lee. Thank God, Jesus Christ. Because Roman said his theme song is coming, but it's down the line, so it's not going to be as soon as everybody. He probably he probably going to wait till he get some fans back in. So, who knows? Oh man, Midwest Melanin Mafia. We've been here for about an hour and 20 minutes, hour and 10 minutes, talking wrestling, talking fun. We doing this monthly or what, guys? Monthly or what? Monthly is cool. Monthly. 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 So I'm down for the monthly. As we close out, we're going to go around to everybody, and we just going to, you know, they're going to give you their tags, how you can listen to them separately, how you're going (laughs) to listen to us coming together. We don't know how we're going to release this yet, but it's all going to be fire, so Let's go. We're going to go backwards this time. We're going to go to St. Louis first. All right, like I said, this is another Rose Podcast, KTR underscore podcast. I'm one third of another Rose Podcast, your boy Cinco. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at V I V I R C I N K O, Vivir Cinco. I don't know y'all, y'all tell y'all gotta say y'all own. I, I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also one third of Know the Rose podcast. Is J Bo. You can catch me on Instagram at Lion Body Brand. That's Lion Body Brand. You can also reach me out on Twitter. That's J Bo. Let's go. That's J B O. Let's go. Yeah. I don't know none of mine, but I got uh, I got I got Facebook, I got Twitter, I got Instagram, I got SoundCloud. I don't know who I am on any of them. Murder episode Um, of the New Day podcast where Angela Dawkins didn't know his 
his social media info, and it was that's something me. basic. That's me. It was his real, his actual name. This is Jay Harvey. It's Jay Harvey and a few numbers. I don't know. I don't know. I, I got I got these cheese burgers, man. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is I the- exist. This is the O that you should know. Omar Kills Solomon, one half of the Culture Cast podcast. Follow us on social media, Culture Cast Pod on Instagram and Facebook, Culture Cast Pod with an underscore on Twitter. Um, I will give you my personal stuff, but I work for the state, so I don't like y'all like that. But uh, I can't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I, I, I don't work for the state, so yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, PlayStation. If you want to send me money, cash out, Facebook, Venmo. <laughs> All of that is at I am Richard H. <laughs> Everything's the same. Keep it simple. You got no excuse. I need to get like you. I need to get like you. If you can't find me, you ain't looking hard enough. You got to look hard to find me. Send money to the cash <laughs> app or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, when we leave Chicago, we're going to go to a part of We Love Wrestling, but she's also with Down for the Count. It is she gonna introduce herself. I'm not gonna introduce her. All right. So this is Nicole. Again, I am one fourth of Down for Account, your favorite underground wrestling show that you don't admit want to admit that you listen to, but you do. Um, and you can follow us on our Twitter is down the number four, the count 19. Um, if you want to keep up with me, no Kim Kardashian, you can follow myself at Nicole Maria underscore 89. Oh, is this, co- Sorry, is this coming out tomorrow? I'm nominated for the best beard. Uh, I don't do clubs. So send me an Instagram like uh, Oasis 345. Uh, so I will say that, you know, so I, I, I did get nominated for that. Um, yeah. No, it, then that you got nominated. We're naming the next episode. I apologize. I don't don't apologize. It's leg day, but I'm trying to contain myself right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, so (laughs) yo, I'm not dealing with him. Um, Is Nara still open, by the way? Who? Is Nara still open? Yeah, it is. I'm watching. Yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. Say love. I don't even My know that Louis, so That's I'm, Chicago I'm, I'm, stuff. Um, that's St. Louis stuff. That's St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis stuff. I don't know. I'm in Indianapolis, so it's nothing going on here. We do got the collective this weekend. I am Terry, you know, with We Love Wrestling. That's We L-U-V Wrestling. We L-U-V Wrestling. Hashtag it. Go on Instagram, find it. Go on Twitter, add a one behind it. Go on Facebook and see it. Uh, Melanin Mafia, you know. Four different podcasts, four different stages, four different types of platforms that you can listen to all the time. Subscribe to each one. Know the Rope, St. Louis, the Culture Cast Podcast, Chicago, Down for the Count, they in Ohio and Tennessee. We love wrestling. And California. California. See, California. I wasn't going to give them a shout out because they're not Midwest, but shout out to Cali. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Indiana. More importantly, I'm in Indianapolis. More importantly, I'm in Naptown. More importantly, how are we going to close this out? I could do my tagline, but we should do something different. I don't know. Um, ATR Podcast, pump those numbers. 
it's a group, not just us. We got a plug. All right, so we, that's we, do all your plug, then, dude. KTR, do your plug. Go. Uh, we did it. That was it. Oh, that was it. Hey, that was it. Yeah. Hey. All right. One view was one sip from the Henny from Henny Omega. Uh, hey, hold that nut, and we out of here. <laughs> that's it. Hey, that's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That is. That's done. We're done.